Today is Sunday, January 28th. I'm at my home in Minneapolis, and I had a different plan for the podcast today, but I got up this morning, and Sarah and I's tradition on Sunday mornings is to get up and have a slow Sunday morning. I'll make coffee, and then we will just hang out in the living room reading, and I, I love it. I've become like religiously connected to our Sunday mornings to the point of it. If I'm going to get out of the house on Sunday morning and do something with some, it better, it takes a lot for me to get out of the house on a Sunday morning. So that's what we were just doing. She was reading a book. I think she's in the middle of Cider House Rules. And I uh, was scrolling through a magazine, uh, scrolling through, oh my gosh, what the hell? I was flipping through the pages of a GQ. Dear Lord, 2024. Uh, I, yeah, that's hilarious. I So I was flipping through the pages of a GQ and I'm, le- I'm reading the uh, letter from the editor, which I usually like in the majority of all magazines because it just is almost the controlling thought or casting the vision. I don't know. I just find letters from the editor fascinating. And as I was reading this one, it was really interesting. It was, um, here's why. I, in the past year, have done a few podcasts where I have talked about manifestation and different thoughts about it. I did a podcast episode that I had a ton of feedback from listeners about called Blue Collar Manifestation. And I don't know. It's just like the whole manifesting thing. You, I'm sure you've heard about, there's all these thoughts on it, but what I feel like I'm always just torn about it and the way I feel. And I'll also another thing I've talked about a ton on this podcast is how I just have never had like a 10 year goal. I've never had a five year goals of what I want my life to. I've, because of this, I felt really guilty about that. I feel, I felt like, like my intentionality is less than from a specifically a lot of friends of mine that are really intentional about, about that. But as I was reading this letter from the editor, it gave me a lot of headspace. So I just want to share it with you at the end of this weekend, we're coming up on the end of the month and it gave me a lot of solidarity. I felt like I was, I was halfway through reading it. I just found myself going, hell yes. Oh man, I just see myself in this thought process. So I wanted to share it with you. This is GQ's letter from the editor in the February 2024 edition written by Will Welsh. You can read along with me in your book. You will know it is time to turn the page when you hear the chimes ring like this. Let's begin now. The Power of Allow. In this issue's cover story on Barry Cogan, we encounter a supremely talented young man who is on one hell of a hot streak. Especially given Kogan's hard scrabble past, the story of his recent run is invigorating and hopeful. And over the course of the profile, written by GQ's Alex Papadamas, we learn that Kogan has a special gift. He is a manifester. You see, Kogan writes down the names of film directors he'd like to work with, and boom, it happens. He writes down the names of magazines he'd like to cover, and by God, here we are. For Kogan to accomplish something wild, it seems he simply has to be bold enough to name it. He just has to jot it into existence. Damn, I don't know about you, but learning of the Irishman's incredible luck made me want to whip out my iPhone and start filling up the Notes app with my own list of manifestations. Let's see here. I guess I'd like to spend a year working from Tokyo, and I'd like the opportunity to collaborate with Jay-Z on a cover again. Abracadabra. Now, in our self-help happy times, 
You don't need me to tell you that manifesting is a real thing or that setting goals is a habit of highly effective people, even among bad boy actors with a case of ADHD. But what I'm here to tell you that your favorite Instagram life coach will not is that the power of manifestation is a gift and not everyone has it. I, for one, don't have it. In fact, I spent the first half of my career wondering what the hell was wrong with me. I think it's fair to say that I've been consistently successful, but not a single one of my personal achievements or evolutions has come from a result of setting goals. Over the years, whenever people have conspiratorially asked me to dish on what I want to do next in my career, I've always told them the truth. I have no idea. The plan is to keep working hard and keep being me and see where it leads. For the record, this never gets a good reaction. Come to think of it, for all the countless blessed things that have happened to me over the course of my life and career, there's not a single one for which I can fairly say that I made happen. From meeting my wife to getting the job that grants me still surreal opportunities to address you from this page, what I can say, though, is that I let these things happen. I allowed them to happen. This is not the same as being passive. It's more like a doctrine of non-striving not forcing it. I've made the most of the tools I've been given without overreaching. I've worked hard, methodically, and without fear of failure. And over time, I learned that good things happen when I'm fiercely true to myself and my instincts. And when the doors of opportunity have opened, whether big or small, I've paid close enough attention to notice and I've walked through them. I'm not saying this to congratulate myself or advise anyone not to dream dreams or set goals, but I do think modern motivational culture fetishizes one way of thinking about a relationship to the future that simply isn't for everyone, including me. I can't relate, so I'm offering another approach. My version of motivational advice, before you start making lists and trying to maneuver or will your dreams into reality, look carefully at your personal history, your successes, your failures, and all those pivotal moments that change the trajectory of your life and ask yourself if you have the power of manifestation like Barry or the power of work hard, pay attention, and just allow like me and so many others. Get it right and you'll see doors swing open. Get it wrong and you'll bloody your head from banging it into brick walls. As our cover story so wonderfully shows, the superpower some people have to make it all happen is sexy and almost mystical. But what I'd like to propose is that for others of us, having the patience and presence to let life happen can be equally powerful. Rob Morgan is an internationally touring bassist on a journey to discover what it means to live a curious life. At thecuriouspod.com, you'll find an archive of conversations reported all over the world, a map of recording locations, a weekly newsletter, and official podcast merchandise. Rob is recording a daily podcast where he's sharing insights into the creative journey and the secrets to living a curious life that he's discovered from over a decade of traveling the world with music. We here at Curious Endeavors have told him this is probably a mistake and he's an idiot to attempt it, but he won't budge. So that's where we're currently at. We hope you'll enjoy.